At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. The who that daily.com. That's right. The who that daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. Sports Coma family, as we come live and direct, we in the building with this one. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building. Much love to the great Saint Thank Tank. I appreciate you guys chiming in on this Saturday, this uh, Monday stream recap reaction stream. Much love to you as the Saints climb out a five-game five, uh, uh, five losing skid uh, by beating, blasting the Jets, as this one called TSC Saints, blast Jets 30-9, to nine, snap five-game losing skid. And it feels good, baby, to get a win. Even against the Jets, man, it feels good to get a win, to get on the flip side of things. You can see the energy in the building for the black and gold is a lot better. So we're going to get into this. We're going to do a brief recap on this and then open the phone lines on today's stream. Uh, as you can see, Saints took care of business, man, where we were supposed to take care of business. And we handled up and we did what we were supposed to do in the matchup. The Saints was able to put some things together that was very positive, And I'm very proud of those guys for doing that. So much love to the fam. And uh, feel free to hit upon the like button, fam. We appreciate you guys being up in the building with us 
on this episode of the coma much love to the fam appreciate each and every last one of you guys uh being in the building so much love to the fam appreciate y'all all right so big ups to everybody man jerry poor uh junior as well jt what's happening fam uh jasper bowden uh, uh live love live laugh love the reason why i get it mixed up is because my own saying says it live you know live laugh uh, live love and laugh that's my own the personal thing i like to say from time to time that's why i kind of say it my way and not your way but live laugh love <laughs> she's gonna hit me with one of these emojis <laughs> All right, Snake Bite. What's up, fam? Tori Shepard Sr., who that to you? Ant Man, who that to you? Gabriel Thomas, who that to you? Robert Clark, who that to you? Trey Joseph, who that to you? Eric Howard, who that to you? Bobby the Space Ghost, who that to you? Lavelle Brown, who that to you? Demi, what's up, Demi, baby? Demi Matthews, who that to you as well? Much love to the Queens in the building. Pelicans Nola, who that to you as well? Troy Thompson, who that to you? DLP uh, is in the building. 2600, who that to you, fan? Uh, fam as well much love to you uh in the grove uh who that to you as well appreciate you tyrese is in the building who that tell you rg what's happening fam much love who to you uh welcome on in nola ball and 504 who that to you my brother appreciate you being here all right big ups to the rest of the fam what's up brother pat rich is in the building as well who that to you appreciate all you guys for joining the live stream tonight what's up chris chris rooks in the building who that to you as well appreciate you my brother uh, 80s rewind the times 90s who that to you <laughs> oh here we go again <laughs> uh brian pearson who that to you as well man we still up in that thing that's right fam appreciate you what's up ramsey who that to you fam says who that big q good win though we left a lot of points off the board plus the jets dropped a lot of passes yeah they were they were bad and that's why we should beat that squad. They were not a good football team, and it feel good to get a win. Leslie, who that to you? Okula is in the building. Okula McGee, who that to you, fam? Appreciate you. 504 Co, who that to you, fam? Appreciate you. Colorado, what's happening, fam? Appreciate you being here. Day was good, my friend. Day was good. Appreciate you. I hope your day was equally good. All right, fam, to get into this thing. Saints take, took care of business. In a good way against the Jets, blasted the Jets out of the sky is pretty much what they did in the matchup. And it feels good, man. It feels good getting that win. All right, so let's get into it, man, on the statistics team. Final statistics here. The Saints, 21 first downs, 13 by the Jets. Uh, they were 6 of 15 on the third down efficiency, but they were really dreadful at the end of the first half of the game. They turned it around. Jets were 3 of 4, uh, 3 of 14, 1 of 3. Yeah, for fourth down, Saints one and one on the fourth down. 68 total plays versus 62, 344 yards versus 256 by the Jets. 11 drives, 12. Saints average 5.1 yards per play. Two rushes, first down, baby. 141 on the pass versus 178. Jets had us beat there, but the Saints defeated the Jets three times over because of uh, many factors, but including the biggest one, as you see, the Saints put up a 200 rush yard game, over 200 yards rushing. On the Jets, 203 on 44 attempts, averaging 4.6 yards per carry. Did a really good thing and neutralized the Jets' uh, rushing attack, putting all the pressure on young Zach Wilson, which he could not carry the day. So 78 yards rushing 
Uh, for them, they were all three in the red zone. Thanks to the defense, two of five. The Saints were in the red zone, four penalties for 42 yards. Jets five for 45 in the matchup. And the Saints did an admirable job controlling the clock, 38 minutes and 52 seconds versus 21 minutes and eight seconds by the Jets. And of course, one of the fantastic things about what happened in the Saints yesterday is the fact that the Saints had one of those games when they put up 17 points. That's right, family. Count them 17 in the fourth quarter. Kind of brought some shades back of what the black and gold did up against uh, uh, the uh, teams uh, in a, but this time in a winning matter when we seen them score uh, 22 in the Atlanta game to lose. They, they t- scored uh, 20, I think. Uh, what was the other time they scored 20? against the Philadelphia Eagles in a loss. And then, of course, 17 uh, yesterday uh, to help seal the deal. And they kept their foot on the Jets' neck. And I think I appreciate, I definitely appreciate that because that shows some killer instinct that you're going to need to keep move, to keep building and making things better on the team. We showed a lot of goodness, man, to be honest with you. So, you know, much love to the fam. Appreciate that uh, for, being, for, for being here as well. And I think it was terrific, man. I enjoyed the game. I, I had fun watching it as well. hope you guys had fun too on the watch stream all right let's get into the individuals baby all right so in this one Taysom Hill was 15 to 21 175 uh, averaged 8.3 yards per throw no touchdowns but no picks he had three sacks for 34 yards minus 34 and his QBR was 54.4 96.3 was his rating Elvin Kamara was the star of the day for the Saints offensively speaking all, everything flowed through the fantastic Elvin Kamara he had 27 carries for 120 yards, four and 4.4 on the rush average, one touchdown. And of course, Mr. Taysom Hill, 11 carries for 73 yards, 6.6 was the average rushing. And of course, he did it passing. He did it with his legs. He had two rushing touchdowns. The Saints rushing attack really punished the Jets uh, and they just ran it down the Jets neck. Jets couldn't do anything about it. Like I said, 44 carries for 233 yards, averaging over 4.6 yards or 4.5. Uh, poor carry and then three touchdowns, which carried the day against the Jets. And of course, the Saints uh, receiving game, 15 total catches by the receivers. The top man was Elvin Kamara. As far as the catches goes, he had 25 uh, a yard, four catches for 25 yards off of five targets. And Nick Vanette, the big tight end, was targeted six times, came up with three for 44 in the matchup. Callaway had two catches for 34 yards. Trey Quine, three for three. He had three targets, three catches, 33 yards. He loved that three number. And then, of course, Tony Tony Jones had one. Jawan Johnson had one. Esau Winston had it. Saints did a pretty good job in securing. Of course, Demario Davis led all tackles with eight. Paulson Adebo at six. And then two tied with Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Williams in the game. Two sacks by Quan Alexander in the day. Carl Granderson had one for the Saints finish with three sacks on the night, baby. So, I mean, it was a pretty good a situation for the black and gold, to be honest with you, man, as they were able to take care of business. Uh, against this Jets club. And of course, we take a look at the rest of the talents there. And big shout out, like I said, at the end of the game, I give a big shout out to the Saints special teams because Aesop Winston came in. He filled in for uh, Deontay Harris, who's out for two more games. We'll get Deontay back in two more games. Aesop came in. He had four punt returns for 54 yards. Average about 13 and a half uh, yards per return. Did a pretty decent job in uh, his first action there. And Brett Meyer did an exceptional job. I just have to give credit to the special teams. Special teams had a hell of a game for the Saints yesterday. Uh, Brett Meyer was 3 of 3 with his field goals, thank goodness, and 3 of 3 with the extra points, thank goodness. He was responsible for 12 of the Saints' 30 points. Brett Meyer, that's right, our kicker, 
did what he was supposed to do, which means make field goals and make extra points. So that was a good thing. And of course, Blake Gillikin, five punts, 250 yards, average almost 52 yards per punt. One of the five inside of the 20 and as long as was a 62 yard boomer. So there you go. Saints special team stepping up. And of course, defense uh, watch Zach Wilson implode 19 uh, attempts for 19 uh, targets or catches or, or, or uh, yeah, the attempts 19 to 42 uh, for him for 202 yards. He averages under five yards per throw. Saints got to him three times. As I say, his QBR was 19.9. His rating was 59.8. And but he was the top rusher for the, the, the Jets club with four rushes for 33 yards. Saints neutralized a lot of that. The top target was Braxton Barrios, who's also the punt returner. He had six uh, catches, 52 yards uh, off of 10 targets and not much shaking as the Saints basically neutralized a very injured, banged up wide receiver call for the Jets. They couldn't do anything. But really the bright spot for the Jets was on defense, at least in terms of tackling as C.J. Mosley had 17 tackles, three off of 20 uh, yesterday for the Jets defense. So a, a very Lone, a lone bright spot for the Jets in the matchup, as you can see. They and and of course the, the kicking game was there as well. Eddie Panario had three kicks, uh, and also he uh, kicked three field goals for the team. It was responsible for the only point that the Jets had was what the kicker did. So the Saints did and did a pretty good job, as you can see the standards to the right there. They climb out of the cell as the Carolina says we're moving there. Uh, five, uh, six, and seven are the Saints tied with. Well, Atlanta holds the tiebreaker right now. And the Saints facing Tampa coming up uh, next Sunday. So we have a lot uh, going on with the black and gold in this thing. And it's just good, man. I honestly see the black and gold come up with a win uh, to break the skid. And to be real with you, um, you know, a lot of confidence there as the Saints look going into the Tampa Bay matchup. Uh, some guys should be coming back. Ingram, Cam Jordan, Ryan Ramchek. So we should get an infusion of some of our better players returning for this matchup. Can the Saints keep this rolling? Well, time will tell uh, as we are facing. We get a big uh, boost of uh, confidence, and also the Saints get up to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They really do. So we'll see if we can give them what, they, give them what they're in for, but the defense, we're going to need the defense and the Saints running attack if we're going to have a chance against the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So let, let the emotion flow is what they say. As they have F the Saints week is what they do. And I don't understand why so much aggression toward the black and gold. All we did was beat your ass uh, and many times we could. But listen, we're not by ourselves. I mean, Atlanta was doing, Carolina was doing, everybody was basically beating you. Why, why are you singling us out? Why, why are we the guys that people have a hate week for? You know, and we, you know, I, I don't feel as aggressive about anybody's squad like that to be like F this and F that. I really don't feel that way. I mean, but if you're going to say, say F the NFL, I mean, throw everybody in there that was stumping your ass when you for the last, I don't know, eight, nine plus years and not with making anything. Just don't single us out. That's the <laughs> everybody was kicking that tail. All right. So anyway, man, much love to the fam. Let me uh, we're going to open up the phone lines. I'm be doing this to right right at 10. And seriously, I'm going to cut off from there. What's up, KB, baby? Who that to you? Appreciate you being in the building as well. Scoob, my dog Scoob is in the building. Much love. All right. What's happening, pimping? Ain't no big ups to my dog. What's up, Kim? Who that to you? Appreciate you. How the hell we escape next week with no weapons? We're going to see how it goes. Uh, we, we One game at a time, my friend. One game at a time. What's up, Kai? My boy Kai in the building as well. Big ups to you as well. All right. So what, uh, I'm going to ask the family members. Uh, what's up, Eugene? Big ups, fam. Appreciate Eugene being in the building as well. 
All right. So much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all. Please hit the like button if you hadn't hit the like button. What's up, Todd? Who that to you, fam? All right. Hit the like button if you hadn't hit it. If you're not a subscriber, hit the subscribe button and join the sports coma. The who that nation, baby, the best in the business. Much love to you. Kim asking the question. Taysom is a great athlete, but it's not a good QB. But we all but who else can you turn to? In my opinion, Trevor does better at throwing. We won't escape Tampa with Taysom throwing like that. No, you're absolutely right. Got to do a better job uh, uh, passing the ball against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're going to have to have a dual attack. I wonder what kind of stuff Coach Payton's going to have dialed up in this matchup. You know, does he, uh, you know, using utilizing Taysom Hills as a weapon of epic proportion? But you're absolutely right. The Saints, the Buccaneers are going to tr- do, <clears throat> try to go, are going to try to do what the Jets tried to do yesterday which they weren't successful. They simply didn't have the manpower to be able to do it. But to stop the Saints, attempt to stop the Saints from running the ball, at least stop Elvin Kamara from beating them, and then allowing uh, uh, Taysom Hill to have success throwing the ball. So Taysom Hill is going to have to show him that he can throw the ball, at least short and intermediate passes. You know, if his, fa- if his middle finger is good enough for that, he's going to have to uh, throw the ball. And like I said, uh, if if – We'll see how that all shakes, man. So I don't know what Coach Payton might be. Might throw a little switch up in there. You never know what Coach Payton, he might have something for him. He, this is Tampa Bay, man. You know, it's the Tampa Bay Saints game. Coach Payton going to have a wrinkle two or three or four to throw at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't you worry about it, baby. What's up, Mario? Appreciate you. Said Coach Payton already watched a film on how Buffalo ran on Tampa Bay with Josh Allen. Absolutely great point, Mario. Great point on that. You're absolutely right. And of course, we know because we've had success against Tampa Bay in the recent past, in the recent past of just taking care of business, especially since the arrival in the recent past of Tom Brady. Robin there hadn't been able to beat the Saints. And of course, they'll talk about the playoff matchup in which the Saints, they gave the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that game. No disrespect to Tampa Bay because they seized on the short field and did what they were supposed to do. And they won the football game. So I don't want to take nothing away from them to be fair. But the reality is that the Saints surrendered, right? They were beating Tampa Bay by 10 points and then started turning the ball over four four turnovers after that and never seen a lead. And when you do that, that implosion like that is stupid as hell. So, I mean, it, it you know, you can't do that, especially in the playoff games, man. And I think that's the point that I've always been, I've been saying this for a while about our approach to the playoffs is that it's too much partying and we need to have more of a, serious game face like we've been here look and not all this club saint bullshit it takes away from the focus of the game you can have guys loose but at the same time it's too much club saint going on we don't need to be partying like that because you ain't done a damn thing yet you got to be able to focus on the game in hand take care of business and move on in the deep playoff now how far this rendition of the saints go this year in the playoffs who knows man with all of the injuries mounting out and mounting up and teams that's supposed to win or losing or however you never know how the season might shake up. You know, I don't have a crystal ball in this shit, but you know, I, I'll be honest with you, tell you, you never know, man. And NFL is showing you that off top. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31 day vegan challenge. Switching to a plant based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at veganuary.com. Vote for veggies.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. So we will see. Alpha, what's up, fam? See, Tampa has that number one rush D. D. He will have to throw and not use one side of the field as he's done in the past. Well, you know, Coach Payton simplifies the game plan for Taysom Hill by doing that moving pocket. Are he having a roaming pocket or that mobile pocket where he'll run, move uh, Taysom to the right? Or he'll go to the left and shorten the field so it make it easier for Taysom to locate targets downfield. So we'll see how it all shakes in the end. All right. Who that for life? Say, I don't see us winning this game, Q. All right. I appreciate you, bro. Uh, keeping it real. You know, a lot of people going to say that, man. And uh, because of the recent losses and the way the Saints been losing, we they have not exactly inspired confidence in the who that nation, man. So we just want to see some consistency. That's what I want to see. One game approach consistency and putting better drives together. I'm not expecting you to score on every drive, but what I am expecting is maybe four or five drives we can score. We score a couple of touchdowns here in the defense. If the offense gives the uh, score a couple of touchdowns and get the points in the air, the defense, in my opinion, will, you know, in recent defense uh, performances, will hold the lead for the squad. So we'll see what Coach Payton got dialed up. But you know, man, uh, everybody's going to be picking the Saints and Coach Payton's going to use it as billboard material like he usually do uh, for the Saints to try to get a win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then uh, move after that. What's up, Joe? Big ups to Joe Gidry. Big ups to you, Smallville. Big ups to you uh, as well. Say it's, uh, Smallville said, I'm glad we broke the streak, but honestly, I wasn't impressed with the win. After all, we did play a team that ranked last in just about every defensive category and a few offensive the offensive ones on top of that. <laughs> yeah, but you you beat a team. You beat them 30 to 9, okay? And you ran over. You did what you were supposed to do against a bad team. It was a confidence building win. The biggest part of the, about the win is the fact the Saints feel how it is to win again. And we got a cab driver in boxing lingo. We got a very good a tune-up fighter. If we are a fighter, if the Saints was a, a boxer, you don't just go up and then take on the, the top uh, guy in the division without having a, you know, we had a couple of losses that you need a confidence against win. So you take on the cab driver, beat him up pretty good. And then, you know, and a cab driver, not the actual cab driver, but, you know, a boxer that they pull out. You want to, you want to box for him? I'll pay you $500. And then they come under, yeah, yeah. And the guy knocked the piss out of him, knock him up out of there. So, you know, he, he, they fought a cab drive in the Jets and knocked the Jets out of here. And uh, that was, a, if anything, it was a confidence building win as we move forward. We just had to take, we had to get the win to break the streak. It's been over a month since the Saints won a game and know how it feels to win. And as you heard uh, Elvin Kamara yesterday on the post game, he was elated and several other the players and everybody was elated that they was on the plus side of things. So, We'll see how it at all. E Drizzle says, uh, let's not let them have the division title. Yeah, we gotta fight like dogs. And I don't think uh that's gonna be something that the team uh it, it you know it is to get motivated for on they they're on the other side of this equation, mathematically speaking, or record-wise speaking, should I say. We'll see how it all goes. So big ups. All right, thank you. Prom uh he says big Q the reps help the break. Yeah, I know, I know. It is always the case. It always the case. JT says Q the Saints just have to stop. Uh, the run and we have to run we have to run the ball and we have to throw a little bit too to keep it balanced but you're right 
Uh, we'll get some people back. We'll get Cam back. We'll have Davenport back. We'll get a few people back for this matchup, and they're going to be uh, feeling real good about this thing. So anyway, let's get into the uh, phone. Like I said, I'll be running right up to 10 o'clock. I'm going to be doing bringing the family members in one at a time. So if you want to appear on the stream today, family, you can feel free. Let me see if I can get I didn't pin the link like I was supposed to. But you could pop up. We'll be uh, getting guys in uh, into the stream. Let me see if I can uh, hold on, fam. Let me see if I can get pin the link to the chat so the family members can pop up. Give me just a second. I'll pin the link, and then we'll be doing this thing right up to ten o'clock. And then after that, uh, we're gonna have to shut a few. So we're gonna get a few guys in here and, and uh, get their word on the win over the Saints. So if you want to be one of those people that uh, talk to the Who That Nation, express yourself. Uh, hit the, the link is pinned to the top of the chat, pop up, and we'll get you in there. All right. We're going to start with Trey. We got Brother Jerry and Brother Trey Joseph there. We're going to start with Trey. Trey, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? Uh, who that? Q? Hold on. Let me put my headphones in. Give me a second. All right, brother. Who that to you? All right. I think I got him in now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. All right, for sure. Uh, I'm going to be quick. I ain't got too much to say on this win. It was a win, but it was a disappointing win. I feel like if our O-line doesn't play to a better level than they played in this game, that we're going to get absolutely destroyed by Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is on the road right now. They have a lot of momentum. They've been winning a lot of games. They've been playing excellent offense. I don't know how their defense is looking, but Tom Brady has been, you know, Tom Brady, unfortunately. He's been getting the field general, getting people in the position need to be in to execute and have successful plays on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, what else I wanted to say? I think our defense is playing better. They play, I mean, again, Zach Wilson, that that was one of the worst quarterback performances I have ever witnessed in the NFL, <laughs> on the NFL level. Like, he was missing people. I mean, uh, granted, his his first little couple passes were drops by, by the running back. He kept dropping the ball, but still, even when he would throw a pass, it felt like it was not going to come. It wasn't going to be completed because he was just missing. He was just inaccurate. I guess whatever Dennis Holly was doing was bothering him, obviously, because it, it was it was it was bad. A nine that says nineteen QBR. Yep, nine, almost nineteen point nine. You might as well say oh, twenty. Oh man, a twenty that, QBR. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty That's bad. Horrible. That's pretty bad, man. <laughs> I thought Taysom was bad, bro. That's at last saying, man. I want to hear last saying's opinion on what what Taysom looked like. Cause Taysom Hill, to me, is we we knew we we, we he is who we thought we, he was. He is not a pocket passing quarterback. He's a scrambler slash running back slash wildcat quarterback. He he cannot be the head of the bull. And and lead this offensive juggernaut to where it needs to be. I, I oh one more thing, Q. How you thinking about Nick Burnett? I feel like um, old boy Trotman is a bust. That was a a bad selection by Coach Payton. Now that's one of the few. He's had a couple bad selections, but that was that's one of the ones that stand out. A third round pick was a waste. We could have drafted a different player because he has this dude right here has been producing. More than I've seen Troutman in the last, in the five games, six games he was in before he got hurt. He is executing blocks. He is catching passes. He is moving the ball up the field, which is what Troutman failed to do. And there's also Jawan Johnson, but 
I, I'll take Nick Burnett, the Jawan Johnson combo any day over just watching Chalman catch the ball and miss blocks. But that's all I had to say, Keith. You know, you already know ESPN ain't flocking with us over here. And who that? <laughs> who that, brother Trey? Thank you for your commentary, brother. And uh, we'll talk to you on another screen. Thank you. Later. Bro. Peace. All right. That was Trey, man. Drop. <laughs> Trey, Trey uh, doesn't like Adam Troutman, man. And uh, Nick Vanette has played well, man. I got to give him Nick Vanette since he's been activated. But then again, you know, Nick Vanette's a veteran. You know, he's been in the league uh, since 2016. Uh, so he has some experience. And now, like I said about Nick Vanette, he's a huge target. He's six foot six. Uh, and he has soft hands. He's not very athletic, but he can block his ass off. And he can. He's a huge red zone threat. He'll catch the ball. Not a good, a great catcher of the ball. Like I like a Jawan Johnson who's a natural a big wide receiver playing tight end. Uh, but Nick Vanette's a guy where you could throw it in his vicinity and he'll catch that ball. So, I mean, it's very positive. We got Brother Jerry chiming in. We got Tyrese and then Brother Prime. So, uh, Brother Jerry, welcome to the stream, bro. Hey, what's up, Big Q? How you doing tonight, brother? Right. Good, my brother. I appreciate you chiming in, Brother Jerry. Likewise, Big Q. Hello to everybody in the chat. Look. You can call it disappointed. You can call it a, 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 a revival or whatever you want to call it. But I'm just happy that the Saints got a win on Sunday. I am very happy that we re, we got the monkey off our back. I know after this five-game losing streak, I am so happy that this team finally redeemed themselves and won Sunday. I'm very happy. And we ran the football like crazy the return of Albert Kamara. I mean, hey, I'm just happy. I'm very happy. But I had some mix, but I had some mixed feelings on Sunday, uh, Big Q. One okay. part, yes, I'm happy the Saints won, but the other part, I'm dis I'm disappointed what Buffalo did because they should have won this game over the Suckaneers on yeah. Sunday night. That would have made my day a whole lot better. I agree, bro. I but mean, I, yeah, they, they beat them in overtime. Because referees out there ain't going to help Tom Brady when we come down there and sweep them. Discover a healthier, happier you with Beganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes. It's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. You are, cause you are, cause I, cause I know you be, cause I know you be ripping them referees like crazy, BQ, and, and so have I, because every time you turn around, here, you, here, here come a flag for here, here come a flag for there. That's why, that's why I do not like these scumbag referees. They're doing very bad officiating over there, bro. And you, yeah. and, and, and I, and I, and I keep saying this may not be true or not. But I, I, I bet you Tom Brady paid them referees to help him win uh, on Sunday night. I bet you they did. <laughs> just like every other, just like every other team that witnessed that same fate we do. And that's why I cannot wait. I can't wait to break my broom out on Sunday night when we go down to Tampa Bay Sunday night and sweep these suckers, man. Because I'm tired of them. I'm tired of them. I hope we put. Tom Brady on the shelf 
on the bench, and I sure as hell want to put Devin White on the bench. I want redemption. I want redemption, bruh. I really do want redemption, Big Q. Once again, I'm happy we got the win. I mean, let's just take it one game at a time. And like I said in the past, I'm not thinking about playoffs right now, even though we're in the hunt, but I'm not thinking about that right now. I just want to just get back in this win uh, situation and just start winning games again, man, because, you know, after them five games we lost, hey, we 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 needed that we needed that win Sunday in the worst way, and of course the Jets are the Jets. I mean, I don't, I don't have to talk about that. So you can explain it more than that because <laughs> look, the Jets are just the Jets, but us putting up thirty points and and when uh and, and on that last on that last possession when uh, Taysom Hill ran down the field to, to run for the touchdown, I have for Camaro say. Man, I, I should have told you to slide, bro. He said he, he tried. He tried to do like he said, slide, Jackie, slide, slide, take him slide. He said, now nah, I said, man, look, takes me. He'll say, you know what? We've been losing five games. Let's just give give the people what they want, and that's why he ran in for that touchdown, bro. Right. Yeah, you're right. He played Taysom Hill, man. Uh, yeah. Put the the cap on the game, man. So you're right, Jerry. Exactly, bro. I mean, I mean, yeah, he could have slide down, but he said, "Shit, let's go ahead and just, just get, let's go ahead and get this touchdown so we can get out of New York <laughs> and focus yep. on these sucking deals on Sunday night. Let's just, let's just, let's just get, get, give the suit to who that nation a win and a happy face on a, a smile on their face with a, with a, with a, with a win and a big bang. So, and that's exactly what they did." Absolutely, brother Jerry. Yeah, you're right. The Saints came away, man. They did what they were supposed to do. They got the win. They stopped the the, the skid, the five game losing streak, and more importantly, they got out of there healthy. So, I mean, that's all big pluses to me. So, you know, I I, I love it all the way. But, brother Jerry, once again, thank you for being here, fam. We got a few more uh, people behind you. I thank you, my brother, for all always uh, your support and and really good uh, passionate commentary, bro. Anytime, Big Q, and and yo, I ain't got nothing but love for you, Big Q, and shouts out to everybody in the chat. I y'all know I ain't, I ain't got nothing but love for y'all, man. I love you all so much, man. There ain't nothing y'all can do about it. Let's keep this roller coaster going, man. All right, thank you, brother Jerry. And who that? Who that for life? Take care. Who that? Take care, bro. That's brother Jerry, man. The OG in the building. Appreciate brother Jerry chiming in. Much love to the family members. Appreciate y'all. Uh, in the stream, please hit the like button. If you hit, if you hadn't hit the like button, baby, do so now. Help out the stream by doing that. And feel free to share the stream's links on your social media feed. That also helps out as well. We got Tyrese coming in next. Brother Prom, David White, and my boy Hoodie in the building. So, y'all, we got uh, Tyrese of the last Saints in the building. What's up, Tyrese? Yo, what's going on, Big Q? What's going on, the whole chat? What's going on? Everybody, knows. <laughs> you know, shout out to Jerry, shout out to uh Trey with the QAnon take. I'm just playing, you know, shout out to everybody out here, man. Listen, man, big W's in the chat, man, big W's to the game. You know, Taysom Hill and Alva Kamara snapped the five game winning streak, you know what I'm saying? You know, on a torn finger, on a torn foot, you know, 
Yeah, what you roll the eyes for, man? What, what, I'm, what's going I'm on? I'm listening, bro. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, there's a whole war going be. on on me, man. I don't know what happened. You know, I just appreciate the quarterback. You know, I'm just defending the New Orleans Saints, man. Down to the ball, man. All I'm saying, bro, listen, (laughs) you're right. Listen, we went to Taysom. Taysom had two rushing touchdowns in the game. He he didn't turn the ball over. He didn't hurt us. I mean, he had a couple of sacks. But outside of that, he did what he was supposed to do to get us in the the winner's circle. So, hey, man, much love to Taysom. Let's continue this. Let's improve upon this. So, let's go. But go ahead, my brother. Flo, Joe. Yes, sir. You know, I know this was a Jets game. You know, I didn't say I didn't say, you know, the Saints beating the Jets will get us in the playoffs. I said that the Jets will be a bounce back game, you know, morality going into the into the next game. Just right. like other teams. Uh, you know, Taysom had a better QBR than like three other quarterbacks in the league. Although <laughs> I'm trolling, I'm trolling, you know, <laughs> against the worst team in the NFL, you know. And I just like how it's going right now. You know, I like how Alva Kamara is being used in the game. I like how Nick Vanette is playing to the quarterback strengths. I yeah. like how the defense is uh, responding to the offense as well. You know, what I said was that, you know, the defense isn't elite, in my opinion. You know, the defense can only turn it up if the offense gets you going. And, you know, there was long sustaining drives, something you want to see. In the Buccaneers matchup this Sunday night, you know, because the because the uh, the defense was fresh, you know, they was able to give Zach Wilson Hill, able to stop the run game, able to cover the wide receivers, and I like the ability of you know Taysom in the rushing game, you know what I'm saying, and I definitely like how they repair his finger because his finger looked good. I mean, look at those completions. I mean, pull the stats up, man. You know, scroll down a bit, <laughs> scroll down a bit, Big Q. Let me see what the stats looking like. <laughs> Let's see what the stats looking like. You know, my crystal ball only been wrong one time. You know, it was a bit murky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But otherwise, you know, I think I did pretty good with the predictions. And you know, I don't know. Like I remember one guy in the chat saying, "You may have won the battle, but you're gonna lose the war." What war are you talking about? I just want this team to win. You know, I just want I just want us to win. That's it. That's all I want, man. That's all I want. I want big W's, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I mean, people, a lot of people not, you know, happy with uh Taysom's Hills play, but listen, man. It's his second year, starting James, in the middle of the season. Jameis Winston not walking through that door, fam. And, and Coach Payton, <laughs> and I know y'all don't want to see Trevor Simeon again. So oh hell Taysom, no. Uh-huh. So Taysom is it. I know they got people screaming for Ian Book, but listen, no. Nah, Ian Book, Coach, he's not even ready yet. Coach right, Coach Payton's not. Coach Payton was sticking with Taysom Hill. He wasn't even available. He wasn't even, he was the emergency quarterback and was not capable of playing in the game as a backup for Trevor Simeon in the game when he was imploding. So, I mean, I don't think Ian Book is ready yet. And uh, if Coach Payton felt he was, I, I, I probably would, we probably would see him. But I don't think uh, Coach Payton believes that he's ready to go. So, uh, we got to put our swing out support behind Taysom Hill, man. That's the bottom line. That's how I go. Listen, man, put your faith and trust in number seven, man. If not, you know, trust the Peyton. You know, you guys got to choose. You guys got to pick which one y'all want, man. Y'all can't be hating on both guys. <laughs> you know, you can't be hating on the quarterback who's the captain and the coach who's the general. <laughs> you know, look, it's taste some time, man, until the end of the season, you know. It's taste some time. Ain't nothing y'all can do about it. 
<laughs> hey, look, man, I'm just, I'm not playing. I was about to say I'm playing, but then I'll be lying, man. Look, look, I don't know, I don't know what all this, you know, hating coming from, you know, being at the quarterback position. I mean, my guy's got a torn finger. My guy's playing with a torn finger, man, a torn foot. And he's still somewhat balling out, you know. Let's see what happens this Buccaneers game, you know. Let's see how, you know, the teams respond to the QB. You know what I'm saying? Josh Allen did what he could, you know, in the passing game. And then, the well, somewhere in the running game, they ain't really, really run him a lot. But, you know, let's see what happens next game, you know. You know, let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see how the team responds. I mean, the probability of playoff success rises with each game, you know. The Cowboys game was a very winnable game. But, you know, my boy at number seven just fell apart. <laughs> he fell apart in that last fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't fall apart against that Jets team, as sorry as they are. You know, let's see how the Buccaneers go, you know, BQ. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. All right. Yeah, that, should, I, should I make a prediction? You know, I'm kind of undefeated in one. <laughs> go ahead, Tyrese. Go ahead, Tyrese. The floor is yours, bro. Make predict predict away, bro. Go. Hey man, listen to the last scene. All right. Listen, look, open your ears, open your hearts, and open your mind. Okay. Look, man, I got a broom. It's outside. But if I pick it up, it'll be a real dusty, man. I say, I say the New Orleans Saints are gonna taste them. He'll complete the sweep. You know, long drives, perhaps by Taysom and Alvin Kamara. It doesn't matter if it's a touchdown or a field goal, you know. That will respond, make the defense respond in kind too. You know what I'm saying? That's what I got a sweep. Don't know how the score will be, but I think we win this game this upcoming Sunday. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> you know, but I do think I'm right. So let's see. All right, Tyrese. Thank you, brother, for chiming in. Who that to you? Who that Tyrese? to you too, it's man? All small, small. <laughs> Who that to you? Take some time. Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, man, I got to support the underdog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, hey, he our quarterback, man, so, I mean, we got to swing support behind him. A lot of people uh, don't think he's a good passer, 
but he's gonna have to improve if uh you know when we have an opportunity against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he's a weapon man running around. He's a the fastest guy on the field for the Saints, not named Elvin Kamara, man. So that's something you have to watch out for. But he's gonna have to start hitting some of those, he's gonna hit some of those throws in his contest to keep things balanced against Tampa. So hopefully, and I think he will do enough to help beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So well, congratulations uh to Taysom Hill turning it around. And the in the black and gold getting the win, man. That's all that really matters. But thank you, uh, Tyrese. Appreciate you, bro. And uh, thank we'll you too. Yeah. Who that, bro? <laughs> Who that, man? You know, let's go. Take some time. Woo! <laughs> all right. Uh, appreciate Tyrese, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, man. Tyrese is not jumping on the bandwagon. He been riding with Taysom Hill for a while, so that man believe in that. He believes in Taysom, man. So. You know, don't get don't get mad at the brother on his uh <laughs> on his taste and support. All right, Mocha said I've never seen a quarterback throw bullet passes on a screenplays. <laughs> you gotta have a touch. You got them Popeye throws, you got them Popeye arms. You gotta learn how to put a little feathery touch on that thing. All right, so big ups to the fam. Uh hit the like button, family. If you hadn't hit the like button, hit the like button for me. Uh as we got, if you want to join the stream, we're going up, it's about 10 o'clock. I got, and we're going to try to get you in there. So let's bring another few people. We got Brother Prime, Brother Dave, and Hoodie. Let, we got Brother Prime. Welcome to the stream, my friend. Who that, fam? How you doing, DBQ? I'm doing terrific, bro. Thank you for joining us. Who that? I'm just going to be real short and sweet. Number one, Taysom did a good job. Good. But he's not a quarterback. But he's good. he did a good job. The Saints going to win in spite of him. I see the Saints winning a game at, with a last-second field goal to win by one point. Number two, I keep saying it. I'm going to say it again. I say it at the beginning of, the, the beginning of the season. Club Payton needs to shut down until the Saints actually do something. Number number three, this is the karma game because karma needs to come down hard on the Brady Buccaneers. You heard what I said, the Brady Buccaneers, because that's their character now. Once Brady leaves, they're going to go back to – the Buccaneers, the Suckaneers. Um, number four, I know a lot. I, I know a lot of people. Five, I know a lot of people talking about well, QB. We should get next year. I really strongly believe that Jameis could bring us to a Super Bowl with a nice supporting cast and cast and and great coach. Watson is going to be too expensive. Russell's not going well. We can't. We we fifty nine million dollars over the cap next year, if I'm not mistaken. And Russell Wilson's contract is thirty thousand. So that's all I got to say. Who that baby? Who that? Thank you, brother Prime. Appreciate your commentary. Who that to you, bro? That's brother Prime right there. Appreciate brother Prime chiming up in that thing. Much love to brother Prime dropping the the facts as well. Talking about uh, you know Russell Wilson. Of course, a lot of the articles people were talking about about Saints and. Of course, uh, Saints among Denver and another team was on Russell Wilson's short list of places that he would like to play uh, if he so choose to leave the confines of Seattle, which has been a story that's been rolling around. But also there's an Aaron Rodgers factor that's in there. Do the Saints go bypass Jameis Winston and try to pick up one of these quarterbacks or do they operate through the draft? Well, if if you're going based on the logic of Coach Payton, who's a guy that is, uh, you know, that's pretty consistent in what he does for the most part. 
it, the QB situation, a quarterback out of the draft is something that I don't think he does. If anything, uh, the, the, the order, I still believe in Jameis. I still think they like Jameis. But if Russell Wilson uh, peaks and he's really something serious, I think the Saints will go look at him. I think they will. I think the truth is I think the Saints are going to look at uh, all of these potential quarterbacks. They will. They will. They're going to do their due diligence uh, on these quarterbacks to see what's going on because uh, if you go to the draft and draft a quarterback, you're talking about some time frame here uh, for things to, to, to for them to get the get the game. And I, I, I Jameis has to rehab first and foremost. So it's not just he's healthy; he has to rehab and get back to his previous form or better. Is that that's a big question? There, Taysom is already signed to a multi-year contract, but as a utility person uh, that I think uh, will assist the starting quarterback, which in my mind, I still think is Jameis. But I do think the Saints are going to look at other potentials, whether they move on them. That's a whole nother thing. I see them doing similar to what they did with Odell Beckham Jr. And and the uh, rest of these guys, they're going to go and sniff around and see if they can find somebody there uh, to deal with. And of course, we do have 60 plus million dollars that we under the cap and 20, 15 plus uh, free agents that we have to deal with. So it's, 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 uh, it's going to be a tricky po- proposition of anything. All right, let's bring in brother Dave, brother Dave, welcome to the stream, bro. Uh, thank you for joining us. What's up, big Q. How you doing? Doing good. My brother, how you doing? Can you hear me? Big Q? Yes, sir. I can hear you loud and clear, brother Dave. The floor is yours. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not going to take up too much uh, time either. Um, uh, yeah, of course I'm happy for the win. Um, with we supposed to win this game, I mean, it's the Jets, but at the, at the end of the day, is any given Sunday. Um, uh, I'm happy that we didn't have any turnovers at all. Um, and I'm glad to see Alvin back. Yeah, you know, I'm too. optimistic about as far as with the football team for next year. I, you know, I I know I'm not going to say we're going to make the playoffs this year, but Based on all the injuries we had, um, man, I it's just like I'm I, I almost can't wait for next year because we'll have all everybody healthy. I mean, you had Pete was out, you got Ram check, you got we got so many different pieces out, man. I can only imagine what the Saints would be like when we had full force, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but as far as with the uh with the Taysom thing, man, I, I like Taysom in his role. That's for sure, man. And, you know, he did what he was supposed to do and did the best he could. But I do feel, you know, uh, I heard you mention about, you know, with Ian Book being inactive, maybe it's something that Coach Payton's, uh, I don't know what's going on with that. But if, if we lose this game, I think somehow they need to just bring him up to the active list and just let t- Taysom heal, let his fingers, foot heal, or whatever, and and just see what the kid could do. I mean, he can't do no worse, at least because he's probably never going to get the opportunity to play if you know being a third string quarterback. And if this is an opportunity for him to for us to get a chance to see what he can do, I say let him play if we lose this game. Um, and as far as the wing, listen, man. Now, Q, let me ask you something, and. I know everybody was saying, oh, you know, they need to let Johnson play more as a tight end. I'm still strongly on him operating as a receiver because of his big frame 
I, I I would like to see him see us use him more in a receiver role. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, if they want to try to use him as a tight end, well, hell, they used to line Jimmy Graham up as a receiver, and you saw how that used to uh, how that used to work. So why not use Johnson in that role? You know what I mean? Line him up on the outside or whatever else like that. Just you know, move him around. But I, I feel like you definitely need to be on that field more. Um, but other than else, man, um, like I said, I'm gonna just keep it short tonight, and um. You know, uh, I like to send a shout out to all the Who That uh, family, man, and you, Big Q, man. Keep up the good work, and um, man, y'all have a good night, man. Thank you, thank you, brother Dave. Appreciate your uh, your call, my friend. Who that to you as well? All right, man. Thank you. That's brother Dave, man. Uh, one of the brightest, uh, so many of the brightest Who That Nation, and this great Saint Think Tank. Uh, yeah, great point on that, brother, brother Dave. Um, I also I, I tell you no no lie. I mean, I'm really happy to have Elvin Kamara back. I mean, he helps out. Uh, do your commentary about Jawan Johnson. Uh, you remember Jawan Johnson kind of disappeared and he was inactive. And then we had a little a, a comment. Coach Payton said because he needed an extra guy in on the special teams, he deactivated him. But it wasn't just for that game. Jawan Johnson was noticeably absent from several games. Uh, uh, you know, during some of the losing streak and he helps and he, you definitely can't uh, not have him, especially with the Jordan Humphrey had hamstring issues. And then you're right. Utilizing him in the wide receiver room is something that I think coach Payton does have the imagination to do. Uh, because if you look at the saints wide receiver depth chart, as it stands, they are ate up with, with, with injuries right now. You have, uh, of course, we know about Michael Thomas. We know about uh, Deontay Harris is suspended. So you have several other players like uh, LaJordan Humphrey, who's a good role-playing wide receiver who blocks well and is a big body guy that can make catches for you. He had hamstring issues, so and on and on and on. And, of course, they did release uh, Kenny Stills, who was looking like Kevin White, and then bring Kenny Stills back just like they brought Kevin White back after release. So it's kind of all up in there, but you're right. Jawan Johnson, when given an opportunity, when the ball is thrown at him, he has has he looks good. So, you know, I think Coach Payton does have the imagination to kind of keep utilizing them. And I'm very happy uh, that uh, Coach Payton activated Aesop Winston, which credit, and I've given Aesop uh, credit in the watch party and in the recap stream, is that he, seeing his first action of the season, came in there and did a, 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 a admirable job as a return man for Deontay Harris. Uh, like I said, he was missing the, uh, two more games this game and, of course, two more uh, due to the suspension, the DUI. So, I mean, yes, uh, giving those young wide receivers an opportunity to help out and, of course, have some imagination with Jawan Johnson, perhaps using them and lining them up like a wide receiver sometimes, like in the slot or something like that to give them opportunities. I think Coach Payton does have an imagination to do that. Uh, and that's why he do that with certain players, because he can move them around the way he sit fit to have them. And again, another thing too, another thing to throw in here, too, is the fact that the Saints will ultimately get They'll get Ingram back to pair with Elvin Kamara against Tampa Bay. They'll be special. They'll get Cam back, who missed his first game as a Saint. One of the family members say he'll be licking his chops against Tom Brady. I agree with you. You'll have Davenport there, so you'll have some players that'll be there against the, the Buccaneers, and also you'll have, uh, you know, you know, you'll have Ty Montgomery back, which is a guy who the Saints could use as a wide receiver, who Coach Payton is very comfortable with, very smart 
player who knows what Coach Payton wants him to do. So he's a guy that can come in and help you as a wide receiver room as well, being that he can do running back and wide receiver type duties. He's a wonderful blocker as well. So, I mean, we get some of those guys. We'll get most of those guys back for the Tampa Bay matchup. So I think it's going – I think that's the thing we need to pay attention to is that we get a lot of players back. But good comments by Dave. We're going to bring in Hoodie. Uh, to the stream and before we do let me give a shout out to the family members appreciate y'all being with us in the live stream we'll be going up until 10 o'clock if you want to chime in the link is pinned to the top of the saint the, the, the great saint thing tank chat hit that link you can pop up on the stream at 10 we cut the stream short so please feel free if you want to be heard hit the link and pop on in all right so we bring in hoodie hoodie welcome to the stream my friend how you doing I'm doing good. And like BQ always says, welcome, 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 baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bro. Re- appreciate you being here, bro. What, what you think about the Saints went over the Jets? Eddie? What you, how, how you feel about that, buddy? <sighs> Man, I didn't even get to watch it. That's crazy. You know, I was in Tennessee. Um, right. Well, I was basically on the road trying to make it to Tennessee. And I was looking at every single link to find the game. And everywhere I was, they kept saying, where you at the location, we can't um, let you watch the Saints game. But you can watch the Tennessee Titans. Um, the Titans. I'm like, I ain't trying to watch no Titans game. I'm trying to watch the Saints game. But it's okay. I watched it on my phone. It's okay. So um, I watched play by play on the phone. So, um, I mean, other than that, you know, I watched the free highlights too. But. I better say this right now before my boy Saints one kills me and um comes at me again in my Twitter account and um, messages me. But um, Taysom Hill, he did a good job. But I told him his passing games needs to work. You know, even though his hands messed up, he still needs to work on his passing games. So I told him at the end of the day, my boy Tyrese, a.k.a. Last Saint, agreed on it with me that Taysom Hill's passes downfield was like a damn punt. So, I mean, he agrees with me. He knows that the short passes. And, you know, medium or okay, deep balls just ain't the answer to go unless the dude's literally wide, wide the hell open. Um, but other than that, I told him, I said, because um, I know St. someone came after me a little bit the other day, um, yesterday, about the game. And he said, come on, man, you need to stop being a Taysom Hill head. I said, when did I ever hate Taysom? I always said he was a good player. I always said he can run the ball. He can play every position. I said, he's just not good at drawing the ball. And I said, he doesn't, you know, impress me. Um, at quarterback passing about now when you put him back there to do QB sneaks and shit like that yeah I don't mind I don't mind if you run him all the time and then here and there you do a trick pass um pass play for him yeah I don't care but I said I still got the respect for him because he plays for the black and gold you know he does a lot for us he um, makes the defense guess on there when he's on the field so I told him I said I love that but I told him I said at the end of the day Jameis Winston my QB one um, especially next year. And if you look at my little logo picture up here, it says um, QB1 2022 because that's what I'm rolling with is Winston. I don't care what anybody says. But um, I think Taysom Hill did a good job. Defense did good, you know. But, I mean, with the players they had on the team, I think we should have had zero on the board for them, you know. I don't think they should have got in field goal range. But, you know, yeah. some people get lucky against it sometimes. You know, some people's going to get big plays here and there. But I think that's the only problem with our defense right now um, is basically they allow big plays when you don't want them to. But, you know, they keep everything up front on people. It's just sometimes they allow the big play. Like in the Dallas game when I was there, they allowed that big run by Tony. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They just allow some big plays instead of just keeping everything in front of them. Because usually when they keep everything in front of them and they start pushing towards the red zone, we've been really good in the red zone defense because they can't do any more big plays. All they can do is put in front of them. And they do really well keeping everything in front. So, I mean, all around, you know, it was a good win. But I told all my people before – don't get too happy. It's the damn Jets, and they were injured and banged up so bad that they had a lot of starters out too. So I said, you're basically playing against a backup Jets team that's already trash. So I said, 
I'm happy to get the W as a Saints fan, you know, and as a YouTuber, I'm glad to see that happen. But we got to see because we got a big test on this, which is the Bucks. But I always tell people, too, I still have hope against the Bucks because um, we got Tom Brady's phone number. I mean, you see the way we play against them every year. No matter who we have in there, they always do good. But, you know, that's my start really on the Jets game. And um, like I told everybody before, because um, they had some people on Twitter before, ha- like, putting questions out, like, here are, like, big-name receivers and, you know, players that are coming to be a free agent. They said, who would you sign, right? And I was looking at the names. You know, you had Scary Terry on there. You had Mike Williams, um, all kind of people on there. And I told people, I said, um, go get me Mike Williams um, to be my Robert T- uh, receiver, too, you know, because let's see if they're going to pay him big or not. Like, let's see what kind of type of money he wants. Um, and then I seen Cordell Patterson at running back was going to be a free agent. I don't think the Falcons are going to let him go like they let Julio go because um, Patterson's doing really great. But I said, if there was a way that he wants to lead the Falcons and he wants another team, you might as well come to the Saints to play against Kamara because that's really two Kamara's on the field because um, I think Patterson's just a better receiving type of back. Maybe not at pounding the ball, but at receiving and all that. I like him out the backfield. And then I told everybody, um, go get me Kaseki at tight end. He's going to be a free agent this year. Put him at tight end. And then I said, in the draft, when we got our number one pick this year, go after a nice receiver in Traylon Burks. I love him from Arkansas. I was watching mm-hmm. his highlights. And I tell everybody, y'all need to go watch this man's highlights. This dude can ball out. And I was watching his highlights, and it's crazy how they literally run a lot of screen passes, let him do the rest of the work. Um, they did a few jet sweeps with him. They were talking to downfield on one-on-one coverage. This man's marching people. I mean, he's got the speed. He's six foot three, 225. I mean, he's like a perfect-sized man you want on a team. And – I felt like he would be a really good um, player, especially in the Saints. I said, the Saints of having a Michael Thomas, you go get you like a Mike Williams, like a veteran type of guy player that can do it. And then you got Traylon Burks, you know, Callaway. And um, What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Deontay Harris, you know, and then you still got little Jordan Humphrey and them off the practice squad if you need them. But right. th- that's basically, you know, one of my teams. Because I was saying defense-wise, I think you're good. Like, I told everybody, for the draft, the first pick, if you don't get nothing in free agency with a veteran receiver, you better draft you a star at receiver. And then the only other three positions that you really need to focus on in the draft is a safety because you need to replace Malcolm Jenkins. He ain't going to be here much longer. 
Um, you need to find another defensive end because you don't know Cameron Jordan's going to be back. Um, you know, I know he's going to be here for a little bit longer, but not too long. Um, what is he on? Like 12 years, I think? 11, 12 years? What is Right. It's something like that. I'll pull so, up so I know, this number. Yeah. Yeah. So I know he's been here with us a little bit, so you're going to have to find a replacement. I mean, yeah, you drafted two and Peyton Turner and Davenport, but they're showing you they're not healthy enough to keep and trust. So you're going to have to find somebody. And then last, you need to find two good offensive linemen for next year because Armstead's probably going to walk, test the free agent, you know, for money. Um, and Andrews Pete, dude, he is just injury prone ever since we paid him that, that money. So they might need to find out, uh, lower his cards or just let him go and find another guard that knows how to stay in the game, you know, for 17 games straight without getting hurt all the time. But that's all I really, you know, got to say about the Jets games and, you know, free agency. And like I said, the rest of the year, I already told you before, I think, on your show, um, I kind of lower my expectations just a little bit because, like I said, if we lose, we lose. We win. Hey, we win. But at the end of the day, I'm pushing for um, – I'm really pushing for that high draft pick because that's what I really want to see because, I mean, what do you hear the last three years with Sean Payton? Oh, I'm going to trade up and get this guy. I'm going to trade up and get this guy. And we get so excited because we think we're about to get that player. And then they say, oh, yeah, the Saints couldn't trade up. Um, he couldn't make a trade with this team and this and that. And I said, why force ourselves into um, making it to the playoffs, but not, but we're not going to get no pieces back. And like you get in Winston and a name like you get in um, Michael Thomas. Now, somebody told me, says Michael Thomas and James Winston will be back and Will Lutz will be back for the playoffs. I'll be like, come on, let's get into the playoffs. We can win. But nobody's going to be there. And I said, at the end of the day, I told people on my podcast, I said, it ain't like I don't hate my Saints and I don't believe in this. I said, I believe in this any, any game because, you know, like I said, the NFL is anything can happen, right? But I just looking towards the future because next year could be the Super Bowl run when you get all your pieces back. And if you add that one-star receiver, if you get a top five, top ten pick. And I think that's the best way for us. But I already told everybody, I ain't going to get my hopes up for the top ten pick just because I know our Saints, right? We're not going to tank no matter what. We're not a team that tank. We always fight to the end no matter what. So that's what you always got to love about our Saints too. So at the end of the day, you know, I'm always support my team. Who that to the Saints, man. I'm glad Taysom Hill, you know, did good. Like And like um, Mr. White just said on here, he said, no turnovers, man. That's a good thing. As long as we don't turn the ball over, we control the clock and all that, we'll be straight. And as long as the defense, you know, do their thing. But the defense, the last few games, a lot of people complained about them. I said, I mean, how are you going to complain about them? They've been on the field for 40-plus minutes almost every game. I mean, I'll be tired and allowing defense, too. I'll be tired as hell on the field for 40 minutes out of a 60-minute game. So I tell people just, you know, the defense been doing great, and I felt like if we were having at least Jameis back on the field, you know, at least getting us downfield and keeping that um, energy on the offense and getting, you know, into the end zone and stuff like that, I felt like the defense can, you know, live off of that and feed off of that, but they haven't been having no success, and that's why we switched to Taysom. Taysom, and I told about it, Taysom is killing it right now. I told him, I said, after this year, if you decide to really go with um, Jameis Winston, and and let's say they do say at the end of this year, you give Ian Bush a few chances, right, and see what he's got, and if he shows you, hey, I can be a solid number two um, quarterback of backup for you, then, hey, go get Jameis Winston, because he's going to be cheap for you. He's going to be affordable. He knows your system now, and he's been showing for the um, first seven games that he can definitely play. And then for your third string, just keep Trevor, just, just in case anything happens, you know. Like, like I said, he ain't the trash. Um, he ain't trash like everybody thinks he is, but 
just keep him as a starter where he belongs, and then Taysom Hill, let that man be a running back next year if we can't find no running back to on go along with Kamara. You know, because like I told everybody, we're not going to have my boy, what's his name? Um, We're not going to have Mark Ingram much longer. You know, he's get he's um getting a little older. So I feel like he's going to be here, what you think? Two more years on that contract he signed with us? A two-year contract? Uh, possibly. I think, Uh, well, I mean, it's still Tony Jones Jr. I know uh, Coach Payton likes <clears> a lot too. So, um. He, yeah. If if they want them, I mean, they they'll definitely work uh, magic to try to keep some of the things. And I think <laughs> if some of the players the Saints have, they will have to do that if they want to stick around, like Cam Jordan. I I I, I mean, anything could happen, but I just don't see the Saints just you know putting uh, Cam in the street or, or releasing them or trading them or, or what have you. I think uh, if anything, uh, they'll make a way where his contract fits with what they're doing. So. But uh, Mark Ingram, uh, we'll we'll see how it goes, bro. I'm gonna see if I can pull up some of the contract data on these guys to make sure. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. But if these guys want to stay, bro, I'm, I'm, and I think they're motivated to stay. I think the Saints will love to have them at the right price. That's the same for Teron Armstead. I just say I just don't think he stays at that price. Yeah, I just don't think he's gonna stay for the price we're gonna offer him because right. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, how many years in a row did he make the Pro Bowl? Like almost every year, he's been making the Pro Bowl. Left tackle, he's um. Yeah, he he leading the, the bet. Lead, he's right now. He, he lo- you're right. He leading it right now. I mean, so yeah, you, you're right. Saying. I mean, yeah. And, and it's not so, like, and, and this is what I told people. I mean, this this is what can come down for Armstead. He can um, take the money and take the big bag, and probably most likely go to a shitty team because that's who's going to have the most money because they don't have no key players and players on there. Or you can take in a reasonable, you know, price to help out the team, you know, to where you can still get paid, but you can also help out the team and, you know, you can stay with us. And I don't, I really don't see him going to another powerhouse team and getting paid top of the money because the powerhouse teams are the ones that have, you know, the big contract people are already on there. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, but that's the thing. The question is what, what does, uh, what's in Armstead's heart? I mean, the saints would love to have him at the right price, but if you, if he gets a, a Pro Bowl nod again, he gonna. I, I think he'll go for the bank. And it's been stories leaking already. A recent one as of a day ago from a, a credible paper saying the Saints are willing to let him test free agency and go on about his business. Yeah. So, uh, and, he, and, and I've said that two years ago. I, I've said once Drew Brees leaves, Tyron Armstead is going to follow him because you got the big contract from Ryan Ramchek and, uh, and we can't get a full season out of Teron Armstead. And I think it's balderdash that he's up for a Pro Bowl right now. I mean, he missed all these games. His play's been wolf. I've never seen Teron Armstead play uh, as terrible as he's played this season and in some of these contests. And he's still leading the, the Pro Bowl bidding, which goes to show you the people ain't watching no film on, on watching these players. They're just picking them out of namesakes. So, I mean, if, if, to be honest yeah. with you, I don't think he deserves it. But, yeah, you're right, though, Hoodie, a lot, you know, it's it's all economics at the end of saying 60 million uh projected to be over the cap by the start of uh when next year rolls around they have over 15 uh players uh that are uh, going to be uh, uh question marks and we know Tehran's gone but what about Marcus Williams and there are other you know uh things to figure out you know which direction the Saints to I, I don't think I don't know if they go with a wide receiver in the first round I think coach Payton's going to work on his offensive line uh, I, that's what I, that's my personal feeling about it, uh, that he's going to go to work on his offensive line. Because if you think about the offensive line, you mentioned Andrews Pete, I think Andrews Pete is going to lose is, is some, uh, the Saints going to take some money back from him uh, for this upcoming year. They're not going to continue to pay Andrews Pete uh, like this. And he can't even uh, see the field. So I expect them to take money back from Andrews Pete. 
Uh, there's still a few other uh, issues. What do you know? Cesar Ruiz needs to improve, and he's still a young player. McCoy is coming up soon. So what do we do? What we do with the, you know in terms of keeping McCoy around? He coming up, you know, uh, coming up soon. So I mean, there's several different question marks pertaining to what the Saints need to do on the offensive line. I think Coach Payton might look at resources to benefit that. So he, you know, he he can't do anything without a solid offensive line. He can't do none of his fanciful plays. Can't do none of that if the offensive line ain't holding it down. Yep. And then this was one of my questions I want to ask you because I was on TJ's show um, last week sometime, and I heard him talking about it. Um, they got a lot of people, especially some of our fans, I think, that are still a little butthurt and um, has that little feeling from the Minnesota Vikings game when um, Marcus Williams, you know, um, missed the tackle, you know, because he was um, oh, yeah. in the yeah. playoffs. So I think yeah. there's still a lot of fans that are hurt or the Cowboys that hurt on that because – Oh, no, no, not the no. They were hurt on that one, and then they were hurt on the Vikings game. You remember the miracle? Um, yeah, the happened? miracle. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I think I just feel like a lot of people are still hurt on that because um, in TJ's podcast last week they were saying, mm-hmm. you know, just let Marcus Williams walk and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, I not realize this dude on the PFF grade place. He's like literally like ranked third in the free safeties mark. Like he's really a good free safety. And people are just overlooking him because of that, you know, miracle that happened in his rookie year and then this past, um, you know, against the Cowboys. And I said, if you look at it, and I said, do you really blame Marcus Williams on attacking him? I said, he was the last guy to have to get to him. I said, do you realize everybody up front from the defensive line, linebackers, the strong safety in the corner, all missed the tackles on Tony? And then you get mad at, you know, Marcus, he was the last guy to have to get up to him. And I remember TJ talking about it, and he says he would probably rather – a, um, he said if it had to come down between C.D. Deuce and um, Marcus Williams, he said, I want C.D. Deuce because of the juice. And I said, I, I totally agree with you. But I said, I don't think they franchise tag Marcus Williams for a reason. I think they really will sign him back to a nice deal. And and I told people, I said, Marcus Williams this year had a lot of good saves this year. I mean, especially in the Eagles game. You seen how many passes was like wide open and Marcus Williams flew out of nowhere and knocked it out. And I was like, I really do like Marcus Williams, especially when people draw it deep and they don't see him um, about to intercept that. He can intercept the ball a lot. He's like literally a ball hawk, man. And I really do think he's one of our best safeties, you know, that we drafted out of him and C.D. Deuce, you know. They're really good two players. And I told everybody, I think they're not going to focus on C.D. Deuce till next year because um, his contract is in 2022. So you still got him hold next year and then you can sign him in the next offseason. But I told everybody we definitely need to focus on Marcus um, Williams, and also since Kawan came back, and he's actually been kind of healthy this year, aside of one injury um, since the Green Bay game, and he's been showing you what he can do on this defense. If he stays healthy the rest of this season, we need to try to offer him a nice good contract to stay because you don't want to let Kawan walk. Um, I mean, yeah, we still have a Pete Warner, you know, who's good, a rookie, but I really like to see Kawan and um, Pete Warner on the field. You know, I feel like they would be a good duo on the field, especially if um, DeMario Davis leaves, you know, sooner or later because that man ain't getting any younger. But he ain't showed you um, anything either saying that I'm getting old <laughs> with the way he's playing. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Quan is definitely an interesting uh, a player for the Saints. He fits well. Uh, the only issue is, uh, you know, the money if he sticks around for the money comes for a cheaper contract, similar, maybe a little bit more than what he got this year, but not that much to stick around with the saints for an additional year. 
Uh, but Pete Werner is a guy that they're really high on, and Werner stepped up and uh, owned the damn thing, you know. So, <clears throat> yeah, that that I think uh, if he, the Saints will have Quan Alexander if he can play for a similar contract uh, to what he did this year, post maybe a little bit more than that, but you know, not much to hurt the team. I think that's possible. Uh, the the uh, I think the Saints got a lot of questions uh, next year to answer. And of course we know about the Jameis Winston uh, issues. It just, just do the Saints keep Jameis, but Jameis has to rehab and come back, uh, come back uh, at the level he was after having sustained that injury. And, uh, and of course, you know, they could tell us, you know, they like Jameis and coach Payton told us he liked Jameis, but I know they're going to listen and go around and sniff around and, and, and check every option they can before they make the decision. So, I mean, it's going to be fun watching it all, uh, all play out <clears throat> about the Marcus Williams commentary. Marcus Williams is, is, is played well uh, in the in, in the season for the Saints. He had a few games uh, where you see his tendencies. Uh, uh, where you see, and this is the thing about the safety play for the Saints. Not so much people hate Marcus Williams. I think a lot of people, now they might have some, to your credit, uh, that uh, probably felt like Marcus Williams uh, you know, he was a rookie that year when he had the Minnesota Miracle. He just collapsed under the pressure. He just put his head down and did something totally unfundamental. You're never supposed to dip your head. You're always supposed to keep your head up and know what you, you're you hitting. And he literally imploded under the, the pressure of the moment and put his head down and totally just – it was one of the worst football plays uh, that I – it was one of the worst football – and there's a lot of worst football plays in Saints history uh, – the 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 uh, Jacksonville game when the Saints did the the trickery play get a touchdown only for Carney to go in there and miss the extra point for him to lose the game. I mean, it, we have seen some crazy stuff that happened in Who That Nation, but it's but that Minnesota Miracle is one of the worst football plays in recent me- memory for the Black and Gold. And I think a lot of people still, to a degree, are holding that on them. But there's several other plays besides that play that kind of question where's Marcus Williams head at in some of these games. Now he's now granted he's gotten a lot better uh, this season uh, because of the tutelage of uh, Chris Rashard, the defensive backs coach who's helped out a lot of guys. He's revitalized guys careers. He made Crawley look really good. He's revitalized PJ Williams who looks really good out there. He's helped a lot of Lattimore helped him take his game to the next level. He's, he's helped Jenkins to a degree. And incrementally, I think he he has helped Marcus Williams out too, giving him some confidence and helping him see the field a little bit better and, and kind of instructing Marcus Williams. But I think, you know, there is key moments like this. You won't make 12 plus million or 13 million, 14 million, whatever the case may be, whatever he wants. Well, if we're going to pay you 14, 15 million a year, you got to make that tackle on that cornerback. I mean, on that that wide receiver and that dad, uh, that the running back pilot on that game. You got to make that play because you're the last line of defense, and it's a big onus on last line of defense safeties. It's a big onus. You have to know what you're doing. You got to handle your business. And I think a lot of people know Marcus Williams has difficulties tackling. We've documented that ad nauseum here at the Sports Coma. We talked about it to the point where one year, I think it was a two years ago, a year ago, he came out and admitted, man, I got to work on my tackling. Well, I mean, the reality is we know that. We can look at the footage and say that you're not a very good tackler. And that order to be a last line of defense safety, you have to be one, two, three, maybe of the top tacklers on the team in which he's not. Now, he's gotten better, but to four, 13, 14 million dollars better, I don't know. But I do like Marcus Williams uh, uh, in terms of uh, how he's changed his game and helped out this year. But, man, uh, he's played some pretty good games like he came over and made that play 
and batted the ball away. That was terrific. And I love that. As you see, it took confidence and vision to see that play to make it happen. But I think sometimes you look at the uh, some of the plays that should be made uh, that he doesn't make. The the run by the, the, the running back for Dallas, you, you go over there. He took a Porsche angle. He didn't run at full speed. And when he finally met up with him, he pushed him into the end zone. Uh, just just doesn't make any sense to me. If you watch the film, he was pointing at his defenders who was not even in position to even catch the guy. He was the only, I, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know. I, I just, I can't tell you what the kid was thinking. I don't know what he was doing, but it just don't seem right. But the saints are hesitant too. $10 million. They, they, they tagged him for this year. Uh, it goes up next year. Do you tag him on that again? So questions abound in at the safety position with Marcus Williams. Do the Saints franchise tag him again? Because obviously not comfortable with paying him what he wants. They like him, and they've said, yes, we like him. We like, we love Marcus Williams. And granted, Marcus Williams at times will give you good play. He really will. But it's just the fact that, think about it, it's not just the who that nation, but the Saints. Look at the Saints. Pay attention to the Saints movements on Marcus Williams. They're not comfortable paying him north of the $12 million that he was seeking, but they were comfortable tagging him at 10.6 and keeping them around for an additional year just to see if they are comfortable with going with more money in the following year. So I don't know if that's a done deal yet with the Saints feeling that, well, they can say, Q, they just ran out of time. No, they ain't ran out of time. They had all the time in the world to decide on what they were going to do with Marcus Williams and elected not to uh, give him the money that he wanted, give him an extension. And then he held, he was against the cap for 10 plus million dollars. So, We'll see. It's just the same. It's not just the who that nation family members looking at Marcus Williams, because it's kind of a mixed bag of people that really like Marcus Williams. And I wanted them gone. I'm going to be honest with you. Last year, until I seen Coach Richard came on, I was like, well, let's see what Coach Richard could do with him. Because Aaron Glenn, obviously, is not speaking the right language to Marcus to get him to see the be because he's supposed to be at a Pro Bowl level. This, this kid has been he was a second round draft pick out of University of Utah. He'd been with this team for. Uh, for his entire career and he's gotten all of the reps he started all of the games so at this point he's supposed to be playing at a pro bowl level so if you're gonna pay a man 12 13 14 million dollars they're not comfortable giving that money to marcus williams unless he can elevate his play to that of a pro bowl safety by getting there and even though we know pro bowls are a bit skewed but we're talking in terms of uh him getting at that level where he needs to be and i think he's getting there incrementally but like I said, the Saints don't feel comfortable with paying him north of that money. So it'll be intriguing to see how they deal with Marcus Williams' situation coming up. Because we know Malcolm Jenkins' contract is coming up. His contract takes a boost, too. Do the Saints play that or they just work it back? Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's a lot of stuff in, in, in the workings of it, including reworkings of contracts for both him. Uh, if they extend out Marcus Williams or they decide to go in a different direction. They gave Ram and Laddie Daddy his money. Do they give Marcus Williams his bread? Yep. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.